Hi, welcome to uh, Angie and Alex discuss Westworld after watching it while lying in bed at night. Um, so, interesting episode. As usual, starts with Dolores waking up and talking to a uh, dude from uh, Basquiat. What do you think's going on there? Oh, this is just so annoying. This is why I, I want, I like storing up episodes because right now I'm so frustrated because I want to see what happens next. Um, I think I'm not convinced that he's not a robot. Even though there's literally no evidence that he's a robot. No, but I except feel like... for the fact that he seems to have been given a backstory. Yeah, he's been given a backstory and his role, he plays this perfect role for all the perfect people. So you have Anthony Hopkins character and he uses him as a confidant. You have this powerful CEO, the, the head of the business side, who is looking for just a sexual escape. You have this person who is doing those things, and then he is taking it upon himself to develop this new experiment relationship with Dolores, which means that it's an extension of yep. another layer of this story of these robots developing a cognition beyond what they're programmed to do. He's like the ultimate counselor robot. Right. So why would there be robots outside of Westworld? That's the only question. Because it seems like that's where the show is going. But then I have to ask myself, like, why well, would, I mean, why but would you saw them. Anthony Hopkins pull them out of Westworld? I mean, I guess they're good workers. Well, so. no, they're good workers. I mean, they're building Westworld. So, right. So this... You have to assume that there, if there are robots in this world, that robots exist outside in the world. That's a good point, actually. We don't know much about the world outside of... Yeah, you know the, outside, the world outside this world is technologically progressive, but like not... You have to assume that all those things, that there's a comfort level, because no one walks into this and says, oh my God, they look so real. Well, no, they kind of do, though. Like, everybody's like, oh my God, this is such an amazing experience. Like, if, if the that's robots because were they're like in the part West. of their everyday life... But this, like, this, it's because they're in the West, not because of robots themselves. Well, but no, because if, like, it's clear that, like, part of the main attraction when people show up at Westworld is getting to have sex. Oh, actually, that's true, because they, when, when that, when, what's his face? I don't know, I, actually, this is the character that, the, the new moral high horse character that came in right. with his future brother-in-law. Right. He kind of is, like, stunted when he meets that woman who's walking her, him through. Right. And he's like, wait, are you, are you real? So right. it must not be. So, yeah, clearly people aren't used to robots outside of the Westworld world. Yeah, but, but it makes sense that he would build these robots to be worker bees on. That, that makes total sense to me. To be why admin. Would you know? Yeah, yeah bureau- but, bureaucratic. Yeah, guys. because why, yeah. Why, so why would you want to have to train people to maintain the robots? Right. And, and risk human error if you could just create robots who do it. Right. And with, with a certain level of precision that you couldn't expect from a human well in this episode we saw he has like a tremendous amount of control over the robots that we had no idea like he can literally stop hundreds of them at any given in, time. Mid, in mid movement at any given time i thought that was a cool scene where he was like in here you know i've seen a lot of you guys come, come and go, and go. Don't here, get my way. i'm a god <laughs> and everybody suddenly pauses yeah it was pretty freaky actually because all into this time i kind of thought of him as this like this character that's like on the brink of retirement kind of like he's talking right. about and like this moment of reflection he's gonna pass it on right like yeah. oh my gosh like 
there's that moment where you uh, you almost think he's going to pass it on to the actor that plays Basquiat because right. he's like, oh, look at the inner sanctum, and he walks in and he's like reminiscing about that right. early version. Right. But this is where you see him and you're like, holy shit, he is a sociopath, psychopath, like egomaniacal. You gotta, you gotta, there's a theory out there that there are two sort of different versions of him because there's one version of him that is is like reflective and well and says like the, the least we can do is help these robots forget and all of that and then there's the other version of him that like sees a guy covering up a robot with a towel and like yanks it off and cuts the robot's face and it's basically like they're not human don't think of them as human so it's almost like I have this weird this oh, is so a weird theory sides. but I have this theory that he actually has a robot of himself that's running around and is involved. No, and so, but I have a hard time believing. Unless you do think that Monday, he one day when his his actual physical body is ready to go, he can then transfer his entire knowledge, so he lives into perpetuity. I think that's what this is all about. I think I think the long the long game of this show is going to be this is about him people trying forever. to get yeah immortality. Maybe and like there there all of this experimentation that they're doing with the robots is basically just trying to get the robots sophisticated enough that they can upload their consciousnesses into them. And never die, and that's why he has the little kid that he runs into, who is himself right. when he was younger. But the only problem with that theory is that the robots don't age, so he wouldn't put himself into like. But you would have a to ten-year-old version no, of himself. No, that never be no, no. But what I'm saying is, he built himself there as a character in the story, not to say he wants to live in it, but right. that his inspiration is for that particular moment was okay. Look, here's this character. I'm gonna write myself in this storyline. Right. Right. So it's just another him living at the same time as the present him. So what do you think? So where do you think? So the Man in Black, this episode was interesting because this is for a long time I was like, okay, is he a host? Yeah, is I he a guest? He has he but has to be time, a good character because that's the whole point of the misdirection, right? Well, not necessarily though, because like somebody recognized him who was clearly a guest, and the guest comes up and says, "Your foundation does amazing work, or whatever," and saved my sister. And he's like, "Shut up, or I'll cut you. This is my vacation. Leave me the hell alone." So, like, that seemed to be pretty clear that he's not a robot. And no, I don't he, think he's a robot. He I think is he's... a dude who's just been coming to this place for years and years and years and has and now gotten to the point where he wants to completely get to the bottom of things and, and you know, ruin it. He wants to, he wants no, to win the game. No, but there's, like, no, I don't think that, because if he is using it as a, an escape, then there has to be, there has to be some greater calling than just wanting to understand how it's built. Because at the end of the day, knowing how the robot is built is not that interesting for the people who are using it as a means of escape. Right. Well, he seems to think something deeper is going on. Definitely. Sure, sure. But like... But what that is, I don't know. See, my previous theory was that... Is it Arnold? Who was his partner? The one who went crazy? The one who he said like went into the world and died. Um... The, the Anthony Hopkins yeah, partner. Yeah, yeah, I don't know his so name. So, I, th I think it's Arnold. But, so, he... My original theory was that he uploaded his consciousness into Someone. the Man in Black. And then the Man in Black is now basically fighting his way to get free from Westworld, right? But... But oh, the other weird thing is... That then, the, the, the other thing that argues against it is wait, the wait, bullets. So then, wait, wait, so then... That makes him a robot who's been paying all this time to pretend to not be a robot. He's a robot with human consciousness, basically. No, no, no. I, it doesn't necessarily mean that. It means that it was just, it's... No, wait. So you're saying that Anthony Hopkins isn't aware of the fact that the Men in Black is actually his dead partner who's been pretending to be a human 
right. paying to come into the park right. into perpetuity, but he's actually trying to take him down. Or maybe he does know that, and the backstory, like this, this concept of backstory, like we got a little backstory today when that guy comes up and says something to him, but all of that backstory could be constructed. So he may not, that doesn't necessarily, even though the backstory is telling you he's not a robot, that may actually be the thing that tells you he is a robot in the same way that Jeffrey Wright's character having a child that died is supposed to make him more, seem more human, but also potentially makes him seem more like a robot. Oh, is that his name, Jeffrey Wright? The basket actor. actor? Yeah, we've <laughs> progressed from basket actor to Jeffrey Wright. For the next episode, hopefully, we'll remember all wait, the wait, names. So this, this essentially is, like, then you're saying it's like a snake eating its tail. Like, you, you just kind of... I mean, I, that was, I was the one who originally put that thought into your head about what? Jeffrey Wright's character, about how... That whole backstory was all planted as Yeah, part no, of absolutely. No, you got that. And the other thing that I didn't see until you mentioned it was that the little kid that Anthony Hopkins runs into... Uh, is actually himself as a kid. Is actually himself as a kid. We're going to have to get the names right for the next episode. That's okay. We're going to do this training wheels. So, uh, so really, yeah. Wait, this, I'm going to have to study before the next episode? You just what? have to learn the names of the characters. Okay. So, what we've, this episode, you know, a lot of interesting things happened. We saw that... Uh, uh, Dolores is uh, has compl- has gotten free of her loop, and it, I thought it was kind of a nice touch that she manages to stay free of her loop because she's in the company of a guest, which kind of taken on. makes the guest the host because now she's sort of invincible because she's involved with this guest and like they can't take her back to where she should be because the guest wants her to go where he wants her to go, and the guest get, guests are always right in Westworld, apparently. But that's always the case, that like her loop is right. So they are there in service of until someone decides they want to make her part of their... Right, but she always is... Basically, story. her loop is supposed to be to die, or to get raped, or to get... Right, you know, because What's-His-Face is no longer there. Remember right. the boyfriend who is now being tortured by the men in black and being strung up? Tom? Is that his name, Tom? Teddy. Teddy, Teddy, that's what it Teddy. is. Teddy. Yeah, poor Teddy. Teddy just gets murdered in ev- literally every episode. Gets murdered. Well, but they all do. I mean, they all have this terrible presence where, like, their job is to get raped or killed or murdered, and then they just start. I mean, talk about the world's worst Groundhog Day. Well, so here's the thing: like in the original movie Westworld, which I saw so long ago, I can't remember anything, but I do remember the main point is that the robots rise up and attack the humans in the park. But the way that the, the, the West, this, this, they're handling it here, there hardly seem to be any humans in the park at any given moment. They're all robots, primarily. Which makes me think that the, that the robots are going to come out into the, the underground world where they run the show and beyond, potentially. And that's where the uprising is going to take place. It's not going to take place So when they actually uprise, Westworld. do you think that they will um, just take control and continue to have hierarchy amongst the robots to continuously, like... To continue the world of Westworld? No, I think, that, the I think they'll leave Westworld. To, they'll like go into the underground. They're trying to liberate. They're trying to liberate the robots from Westworld. Yeah. So through Jurassic Park. Right. They'll get out of the the pens. Anyway, the dog needs to go out. This has been Angie and Alex discuss Westworld uh, while lying in bed after watching Westworld. Thanks so much for listening. We don't have a Patreon, so you don't have to pay us anything. Um. We do have a dog. If you'd like to take it, you're welcome to it. Um, And that's about it for me. Angie, anything else to say to our fans? Nope. Let's finish watching Sicario.